Recorded live.
life and death stood face to face. Darkness tried to steal my heart away. Ah, but your mercy. Ah, thank God for the mercy and the grace of the Most High God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is our power. I'm Apostle Darlene, and I marvel at the mercy and the grace and the magnificence of our Father. I'm asking you all to forgive me before we even get started, because before I got on the line, the Holy Ghost met me in such a wonderful way. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so I'm already, you know, I'm messed up. Of uh, This song we used to play, Glory to God, on our way from uh, New Jersey to um, the Fountain of Life Church in Uniondale, New York. And it was a kind of a long ride, but Judy Jacobs used to take us there and back. Ah, And this song used to play, and it just gives me such good uh, memories of, uh, of good times, glory to God, and, and being in great fellowship. Last Saturday, this time, um, one of my spiritual daughters uh, was able to come by uh, to my house and visit me, and was so blessed. She brought her and her children, and I was able to anoint them and pray with them. And, you know, God is doing some new things, glory to God, hallelujah. And we already know that eight connotes uh, new beginnings, and this month isn't over yet, and I'm still believing him for some new things. One of my other spiritual daughters, um, because of the information given to us yesterday by our uh, sister Regina and myself, glory to God, she looked up some stuff, and mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, she found some things, and I'm going to let her give her own testimony because she's capable of doing it, glory to God. But everybody already knows that apostle will give you a testimony if you don't give it. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I love it when God just confirms and does just what he said. I'm expecting some new things for all of us. Hallelujah. And especially, let me be real, and especially for those that have been faithful, glory to God. Hallelujah. I just believe the Bible, and it says the faithful shall abound with many blessings. And so for those of you that have been faithful in this ministry, your church, or just trusting God, whatever it is, just be faithful. Hallelujah. God's looking for some committed, faithful people. I've seen so many people start out, yes, I'm going to do this. I got you. We're doing this. And then you look for them, and they're gone. And, and But that's nothing new under the sun. That's how it is. Hallelujah. Many churches and many ministries and many families. Come on now. Glory to God. Uh, but it's him that endures to the end that receives the prize and receives the blessings. And so it's my assignment to make sure that we hold on, glory to God. Because if we just outlast the enemy, come on now, and endure hardness as a good soldier, we're going to get the prize. God is faithful, hallelujah, concerning his promises. And so the problem and the, uh, and the, the problem comes in is when we, hallelujah, don't hold on. And it's the enemy's job, glory to God, to get us not to hold on. As I was praising God today, he reminded me about that portal ah, that opens up when the people of the Most High God start ministering to heaven. Glory to God. And for a lot of people, that's the hardest thing that you find is to open up your mouth and give him praise because the enemy knows. Hallelujah, especially in a corporate anointing. When we open up our mouth and we praise our daddy, hallelujah, it's that same thing that we've read in the Bible about that Jacob, that ladder that Jacob saw. 
Come on now. Where the angels were ascending and descending. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's what happens. Hallelujah. Uh, but those of us that love the Lord and are worshipers, uh, you hate feeling like you have to be a cheerleader. I was so blessed during the gathering because the people of God came, hallelujah, with a mind to praise him. I was talking to my son, and he was saying, Ma, Alex, God did something for Alex. Every time I looked, Alex was crying. And the boy was 14. He just turned 15. Glory to God. And when the anointing comes like that, hallelujah, with the children and the young people, glory to God, when they can feel his presence, you know something's up. But the people had a mind to worship. Ah, And then I had a beautiful worship leader, glory to God, our uh, uh, prophetess. I'm calling her prophetess. I don't know what everybody else calls her, but I know what the Holy Ghost is saying. Uh, Toya Sanders, glory to God. And, and she came and, and she let God use her, glory to God, until the glory filled uh, the temple. Hallelujah. And so it's my desire, glory to God, especially on these times when we have our power and old-fashioned worship and Bible study, but we stay on the line more than a half an hour, and we allow God just to saturate, hallelujah, the lines and, and the your house and, and your car, wherever you are, with his presence. Because it's not just something to say, but when you enter into his presence, glory to God, something changes. Hallelujah. It's no way you can come into the presence of the Most High God and not change. There's a rarefied uh, uh, atmosphere in heaven. There's something different about that atmosphere. If you've ever tasted, hallelujah, you long for it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because in his presence, there really is fullness of joy. I don't know how many times I went in and, and praised him and, and laid in his presence and forgot about everything that was going on. I enjoy listening to soaking music. I told uh, many of you that you can just go on YouTube and they have soaking, worshiping music. Only some of them, though, uh, because I found uh, one time I was listening and this uh, music started playing. I was like, mm -mm, this is not uh, adding up. And, you know, I found out that some of these new age people, you know, they know about that, too. I told you the enemy, uh, he's a counterfeiter and he knows. Uh, but Julie True and a few more of them, when you get on that soaking music, glory to God, I believe that's when our uh, sister Sadia, the one that um, uh, had her testimony on last night about how she got her truck and, and her place and now a new job and training, uh, she was listening, her and her daughter, uh, to the soaking music. And that's when they started, hallelujah, uh, seeing angels and things. Mm -hmm. When you're in his presence, something changes. And many children, glory to God, have had the same thing. Uh, last week when uh, my spiritual daughter came by with her uh, daughters, I was thinking that I would love, hallelujah, uh, to have an all-night prayer or something here, and especially for those of you that are in the area. Because when you get into his presence and you soak in uh, glory to God, hallelujah, things change. I remember when I used to be blessed to, you know, go by with Lauren Hill and, and be in her home, and different people would come by, and, and we would spend the whole night just praising him and worshiping him and talking about him and giving our testimonies and me teaching and the things that would happen hallelujah and so i'm missing that uh-huh i am and so for some of you that are in the area glory to god just stand by i'm waiting for god to show me how and when and what to do and and you know let's come together glory to god and worship our father uh, the many churches were started in homes hallelujah in different parts of the world that's where the churches are glory to god they call themselves and they're in people's homes because the presence of the lord is wherever we are hallelujah 
And so today I'm blessed. Hallelujah. I have another uh, blessed person, glory to God, uh, one of my daughters in Christ, so humble, such a beautiful young lady who's doing so many things for God. Hallelujah. And so um, I was thinking about her, and the Holy Ghost had told me to ask her to uh, come on and and bless us today. And sure enough, she uh, got on, and I forgot why she got in touch with me. Hallelujah. But it was just uh, so ironic. Oh, I know. She wanted to tell me something that the Holy Ghost has spoken to her. I said, well, look at God. Because many times, Apostle, I, I try to write down everything, but sometimes I miss it, and I just got a lot going on. Pray my uh, strength. Uh, before we got on the line, here come my son begging, mm-hmm. can you take me here and there? So, you know, between him and this and that and this, you know, Apostle misses it. But what I'm saying is I'm so grateful that God, he brought it back to my remembrance. And so we're going to be blessed in a little while. Is it okay if we shakrindeshabahaya him before um, our our minister Abel gets on? Krindeshabahaya allows the Holy Ghost to use her. She's sensitive in the spirit, and she loves the Lord. Uh, please, uh, she's more, to me, more prophetic uh, than anything, and I don't even know if she knows that. But um, I found that the people that have uh, uh, strong uh, ties to me, uh, they are prophetic. I think I'm called to everyone, but I noticed that uh, the people that I'm really uh, tied to have a prophetic anointing on them or apostolic, uh, hallelujah. And so uh, she's one of those, glory to God. But before we uh, ask her to come, hallelujah, and bless us, I feel a worship in the house, not even so much a praise. I feel the worship. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. If you know this song, help me sing it. As the deer panted for the water so my soul longeth after thee. I'm the only one who knows it. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. I'm going to sing that part again. As the dear Panted for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. You strength, my shield, to you alone does my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. I must not have my Deacon John on, because I know he knows this song. You're my friend, and you are my brother, even though you're the king of kings. And I love you more than any other thing. You 
to you alone does my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship thee. If there's anybody else on the line that has a worship song and you want to sing it before we worship him, this would be your time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We sing praises to your name. Oh, Lord, praises to your name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great. And greatly to be praised. We sing praises to your name. Oh, Lord, praises to your name. Oh, Lord, for your name is great. And greatly, please mute your phone. I'm trying to be nice. It's scratching my eardrums. To be praised. I heard uh, uh, our prophetess Kimberly Rise singing a song on her line. If she's on, I need her to sing it. Hallelujah. You are a mighty God. Hallelujah. You are a mighty God. Mighty God, mighty God. Yes, you are a mighty God. Hallelujah. Holy God. Yes, hallelujah. You are a holy God. Holy God, holy God. Yes, you are a holy God. Yes, hallelujah. Sing. Mighty God, mighty God. Yes, you are. Holy God, holy God, yes, you are a holy God. You are a faithful God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You're such a faithful God. Faithful God, faithful God, yes, you are a faithful God. You are a loving God. Hallelujah. Awesome God, yes, you are. 
Yes, you are an awesome God. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Awesome God, awesome God. Yes, you are. Mighty God, mighty God. Yes, you are. Holy God, holy God. Yes, you are. Loving God, loving God. Yes, you are. Faithful God, faithful God, yes, you are a faithful God. God bless Hallelujah, hallelujah. Uh, one of the things we said at the gathering is we would worship him, hallelujah, until the glory comes. That's our goal. We want his glory to be revealed in us and around us and through us. Amen. Hallelujah. Is it okay if we shakrande shabbat? Is it okay if we worship him now? For those of you that have a spirit language, glory to God, a holy language, I need you to sing in tongues in your language. And for those of you that haven't been baptized or the your language isn't fluent yet, if you could just sing holy or a hallelujah. I want the atmosphere to be shifted. Some of y'all are going through some things. And I want the Shakrande Shabbat, I want the soaking mm-hmm, of the Holy Ghost to Shakrande Shabbat to drench you. Is that okay? So if you Shakrande la 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 la
Alleluia. Kerendo robo shara robo sikielalusa. Alleluia. We thank God for the presence of the Lord that's on this line. We thank God for the angels that have gathered, even the gathering angels. As we praise and worship who they love as well, they gather around. And so I'm grateful. Some people are feeling the heat. Some people are shaking. So we know that he's met us, that he's here. 
Let the glory of the Lord fill the temple. Let his train. Hallelujah. We're so grateful. We don't take it for granted. We appreciate your presence, Father. As you minister to the hearts of your people, as you change, you change us, Father, in your presence. We change of this flesh. The dross, it comes off. Uh-huh. You purify us in the refiner's fire. Thank God. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Father. We appreciate you, and we bow down in your presence. We bow down to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you for opening up portals from heaven. Ah, we seek your face. We need you. We need you. Ah, we need you more than our necessary food. We need you. Oh, God, do something for your children. We need you. You're everything to us, Father. You're our all-sufficiency. In you we live and move and have our being. And so we thank you for your presence. Some of you are feeling the heat on your belly, because out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Some of you feel it on your back. God's anointing you and taking off those burdens. Mm-hmm. Because he's the burden bearer. I thank you, Father. For loosing those ah of those heavy burdens and setting the oppressed free. See, this is why I need to spend more time. This is why I want to stay in his presence. It's hard to do it on the line. But I want us to soak and bask in the presence of God. And so even after we get off the line, I need you to to find your way in his presence. Don't leave. But let him to continue to do what he began on this line today. He's here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Some of you, even in your mouth, you're feeling that minty. You're feeling it refreshing, even in your mouth. Earlier today, I was in my room, and I started smelling the fragrance. Some of you maybe have smelled it before as well. When you're praying and then you smell roses or you just smell fragrance and you know, ain't nobody sprayed nothing. And I said, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your presence. There's an aroma, teraturias, and a fragrance that comes from heaven. Ooh, I would just like to ask our Minister April if she would just come now in her own way. Minister April. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank each and every one of you for being on this line and and just honoring 
Apostle Darlene, in the way that each and every one of you do. Um, and I, I'm honored to be able to be on this line today. I, I, I greatly appreciate the invitation to come and um, speak what thus saith the Lord, speak the word of the Lord. I, I greatly appreciate it. I thank you and I am honored. Um, today, um, I wanted to, um, I want to talk about um, connection. The wrong person in the right season of your life. I'm going to repeat that. The wrong person in the right season of your life. And I'm going to be coming from Genesis 12 and 1 and Genesis 13. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now as humbly but yet as boldly as I know how, Father God. I come humble in my heart and humble in my mind, Father God. I relinquish myself to you, Father God. I relinquish my thoughts and my heart to you, Father God. Use me as only you can, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you put me on like a like a fine knit glove, Father God. Remove me from the equation, Father God. And 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 Lord God, let your word be spoken today. Not my word, but your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask it right now, Father God, as you have already impregnated the atmosphere of each and every home, of each and every place of business, of each and every vehicle, Father God, wherever they are, Father God, I thank you, Father, that you have impregnated and impermeated the atmosphere, Father God. So, Father God, I feel it with the blood of Jesus. I feel it with the blood of Jesus, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, for the ears that are open, Father God, and the eyes that see, Father God, in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over their eyes and over their ears right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, that they receive this word, Father God, and know that it is exactly for them, Father God, in the season that they are in right now, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So the Lord's been dealing with me on, on connections um, because I, I'm, I'm sure, like you have, I have too, I've made the wrong connections, and it has been in the right season of my life. Um, and, and it's extremely, extremely important that we, that, that we learn how to properly discern whether someone is in our lives or what purpose. The purpose that they are in our lives is up to us to discern what the reason that, that they are there. Oftentimes when God wants to bless you, when God wants to bless you, he will place someone in your life. Oftentimes when God wants to bless you, he places someone in your life. And also when God wants to wants to bless you, he removes someone from your life. So it's your responsibility that once the removal happens, is it something that you did or is this something that 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 God did? 
to remove somebody from your life. He places someone in your life to bless you, and he removes someone from your life to bless you as well. So you 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 are uh, you have to learn which which is the difference the difference in um in having someone in your life for for just a a, a lesson to be learned. Okay, because those are important too. Um, like right now with me, my pastor is currently in India. He is in India, and um, my pastor is over there. I am his executive assistant, and so I'm here in the United States, and it's hard for me because I don't have, I'm not on the ground. I'm not what they say, boots on the ground. I'm here in the United States while he is there in India preaching. He's been, uh, he's he's actually on his way now to go and preach for the, uh, I think this will be uh, three days in a row that he has preached at, at two different uh, venues and um, and so well, I bless God for that and the the connection that we that that we have made through this there have been connections that have came up in this they have not all been good they have not all been good and that's a scary thing when you're in when he's there in a whole nother country and we are here. In that country, it's commonplace. It's commonplace for people to be. Um, he, he was talking to me this morning, um, it, and it had just happened not too long ago. Um, I think he said a few weeks ago that um, that, uh, that they had poured petroleum on someone. And this is somebody who is preaching the word of God poured petroleum on someone and set them on fire and they were burned alive and so we don't you know we we don't take the things that have happened lightly we understand that that god you know god has got him he is covered um and so with this we have had to i have and i'm not even on uh, I'm not even there in in the place. I've had to discern who is who is the right person and who is Excuse the wrong me. person. Excuse me. Mute your phone. Come on. Look and see if your phone is not muted. And mute it, please. Thank you. God bless you. And so it's been my responsibility as well as his to discern who is right for now and who is not right for now. And in that, I've had to say, okay, this is how I feel. This is what the Lord is showing me about this person. And so let's see if we can uh, do this. Because you want to make sure that when you begin to discern something about someone, when you begin to discern something about someone, now you ask the Lord, what is the purpose in this person in my life? What is the purpose for this purpose? What is the purpose for this person in my life? And when he begins to show you the purpose of this person in your life, now you have to decide by after you've asked him and he has shown you the purpose, is this person is this person meant to be a speed bump, which is to slow you down? 
Or is this person meant to be a snake in your life? Okay? I know that we don't like to use the term snake because, you know, there are a lot of things that are uh, the the connotations of, of a snake are not always good, but you also have to learn how to operate around snakes. You have to learn how to operate around snakes because snakes are extremely important in your life. Why do I say snakes are extremely important? Snakes are important because this is teaching you how the, the, the snakes in your life is teaching you how to lean more, not on yourself, but on the Lord, because you're watching them and trusting him, watching them and trusting him and saying, okay, I know that you have me through this. Help me not to get bit by this snake. Help me not to be coiled up by the snake. Help me not to, to trip and fall over the snake and it swallow me whole. That's where it's extremely important for you, you to, um, to know whether it's the wrong person in the right season. The right season is when you all know what your right season is. It's that time of flourish. It's that time of, 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 your 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 harvest and when when you get those wrong people in your life they begin to eat up that harvest they begin to eat up those things that that God has begun he has blessed you with and so knowing those things knowing the right person knowing the wrong person is key in Genesis 12 and 1 it says the Lord had said to Abram leave your native country your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. He told him to leave. He told him to to leave his family, his native country, and his relatives. We all know what happened. We all know that he didn't leave all of his relatives. We all know that he took Lot with him. We all know that he didn't he 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 didn't do exactly what the Lord had told him to do. But even in the midst of him not doing what the Lord had told him to do, Abraham in in, in the in the midst of him go uh, in his travels, he became a wealthy man. And because of that, because he became wealthy because there's that connection with him and Lot. Lot became wealthy. Lot became wealthy. And in the midst of Lot becoming wealthy and Abraham being wealthy, there became a conflict. The conflict began to arise. And in, in Genesis 13, Lot was removed. Lot was removed. Again, God will place somebody in your life to be a blessing. He will remove somebody from your life to be a blessing. Don't allow yourself to be in a place where God has to remove somebody from your life in order to bless you. Learn to discern. Learn to know for yourself. Learn to know who it is that you're supposed to connect with and who it is not that you're supposed to connect with because your connections are extremely important 
to your walk, to your next move, to your to your new lifestyle. Your connections are extremely important because there are, there are people out there, and there are these are the snakes that are in your life that are meant to derail you. There are speed bumps that are meant to slow you down in your walk so that you don't reach the destination that God has planned for you. You will reach it, but it will slow you down. So it is your responsibility to know who it is that God that, that is there. And, the, and these people could be placed by Satan as well. People can be placed by Satan to trip you up, to get you off kilter, to, to have you in a place where you're in that spiritual ditch. And in that spiritual ditch, you're not growing. You're not learning. You're not even trusting the Lord like you once did because you're so low. You're, you're in that place where I, I, he, I feel like he's just left me. I feel like he's not even with me anymore. I feel like he doesn't care about me. Because why? Because you've allowed this person, this wrong person in the right season of your life, you've allowed them to influence you so much so that it slows your progress down, that it's placed you in a spiritual ditch, that it's got you off kilter, that it's got you off of your assignment for, for God. That, that for your life, that it's got you in a place that you don't even trust your leaders because you've connected. You've connected yourself to the wrong person, to the wrong person. I, I can tell you, I've connected. I have done this. I have connected with the wrong person, and I was in a downward spiral, and when I say spiral, we all know that that, when you are on a spiral, you're moving fast. I was on a downward spiral. I didn't know where I was coming or going. I didn't even know if anybody really cared about me, for me, or anything. I literally had to lean completely and utterly lean on the Lord and know that even in the midst of this, even in the midst of the storm, he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Many of you may be in that place right now. There's some of you that is in that place right now that you don't even feel like nobody cares about you. You feel like nobody loves you. You feel like nobody wants to be around you. You feel like that that people don't even care to see you come, but they love to see you leave. And so you're in that place. And I'm, I'm here to tell you today that he said that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He said that you are his beloved. You are free in him. There's no man that has a heaven or a hell that they can place you in. And so you lean on him and know the reason why that you were, that they were there. You learn a lesson from that, from that mess. You learn a lesson from that connection. You learn to know what is the purpose in this storm that I've just went through? What is the purpose in this trial that I just went through? Do this in the midst of. I understand that even in the midst of that trial, even in the midst of that storm, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to sit down. Okay, this has happened. This has happened. This has happened. Now, what's my lesson in this, Lord? So I don't have to go back and ride that same way, get crushed by that same way, get get pushed down by that same way. Can't allow that to happen again. 
Because the enemy will have you so jacked up. If, as long as you allow it, as long as you allow that, the enemy to have you so jacked up, he will have you jacked up. It's our responsibility to not allow the enemy to get us so off kilter, not to allow, and this is even for ourselves, often we, we, get in that, we get in that place, we get in that place where we, we want somebody, we need somebody, we feel like we do anyway. I'll just put, I'm just going to, I'm going to put that disclaimer in there. We need, we feel like we need somebody. Um, we want somebody. We don't want to be alone anymore. But he said that he would never leave you nor forsake you. So you're never alone because he said he would never leave. And your freedom is not found in a person. Your freedom is found in God. Your freedom is found in him. When your freedom, when you realize that your freedom is found in him and you realize that that there are people that are there to be your Aaron and your earth, there are people there to gird up your your back, your legs. They're there to, to hold up your arms in the midst of and not turn their back. You, you may have hurt. You, you may have done some dirt. But there are people there that will be there for you. Those that leave you weren't meant to be with you in the first place. Those that leave you weren't meant to be with you in the first place. So now it's your responsibility to make sure that you don't go tuck your tail and run back to that person or those people. If if, if, If they're to be in your life, if they're to be in your life, and and I've learned this through, I've learned this through the things that I have been through and also watching the life of, 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 of my pastor, how people are quick to throw stones. People are quick to, 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 to be just like those, those that were ready to stone that woman for adultery. People are ready. They have the stones in their hands and they're ready to just, pick it up and throw it at you. I've had people that, that and, and I've been in that situation where, where people have had those stones and they're just chunking them at me, chunking them at me, just trying to beat me to death. They're trying to just kill me and destroy the work that I am supposed to carry out because I connected with the wrong person. I've connected with the wrong person and, and was almost almost completely consumed. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be utterly and completely transparent with you. I connected with the wrong person and was almost completely consumed by the Python spirit. Almost completely snuffed out. Because I connected with the wrong person in that right season of my life. I was almost completely destroyed. And I praise God that that someone recognized what it was that I was battling. And I I, I praise God that, that someone recognized enough. And I trusted, I trusted the Lord enough. And they broke that spirit off of me. 
they broke that spirit off of me. So I say all of that to say to each and every one of you, be mindful, be mindful, be extremely mindful of those that that come into your life. Am I saying to, to be extremely paranoid? Absolutely not. No. That, I, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. But to be mindful of those that you connect with because you don't want to be in that position where you're bat- now you're battling uh, that, that Python spirit. That Python spirit is no joke. That Python spirit will take you out will take you out. And not and know that he has you no matter what. And learn to listen to him. Listen to him. Know who he uses. Know who he uses to speak in your life. Know who he uses to speak your life and know who he uses that speaks against your life. Because the word says this, that there is, there is life and death in the power in the tongue. There is life and death in the tongue. We have life and death. Those that speak death over you, you need to begin to, to limit their access to you. Limit their access to you. That's how you begin to remove the wrong person from your life. Because if you get tied up with that wrong person and God has to remove it, then you feel hurt, you feel betrayed, you feel let down, you feel some type of way. And that's when you begin to feel like, oh, I'm, uh, the Lord's left me, oh, he doesn't care about me. You know, and you're, you're not even, because you're not, you're not doing what the steps that you're supposed to do, and listening to what he is telling you to do. You're not doing those things that he has required of you. Listen to those people that are around you that speak death. Limit their access to your ears. Limit their access to your life. And I'm going to tell you that goes for everyone, everyone. Even your family, Abraham had to separate himself from Lot. They had to separate. This is family. He had to separate in order to be able to see, because we know that he didn't get to he didn't get to cross over into the promised land. But in able to see the promised land, he had to. Separate from the wrong person in the right season of his life. He had to separate. The separation must come. It doesn't matter. It can be family. I have had family. I have had family that has done nothing but, oh, you, you, you just spend too much time. Oh, you just do too much. Oh, you this and this and this. I don't think that's right for you. I don't think you need to be doing this. Don't you think that that that's a little bit too much? 
don't you think this and don't you think that? All this negative Nancy and Ned stuff that was being spewed out over me, when it was being spewed out over me, I had to fight. I had to, it was a battle for me to, to because I was, I was new in my walk. I was, I was, I, I hadn't been walking with the Lord long. And so it was, uh, am I supposed to listen to them? Don't you know that, that if you, if you keep staying there, you're going to stay in the same place that you're, that you're at. These are the things that I had to, that I was listening to. I was allowing them to infiltrate my spirit. I was allowing those words to infiltrate my spirit, which caused me to second guess what the Lord said. I allowed those things to come into my spirit, infiltrate my spirit, that allowed me to second guess what the Lord said that I'm supposed to do. Once I got to that place that I knew, that I knew, that I knew, the call that is on my life and where I'm exactly supposed to be. Once I realized those things, once I did, I had that is what helped me to sever. And it doesn't. It's it, not to say that you can't. You have to that that that, that, that being severed, you have to um, have to have that sever for all time because you can God can restore. God can be allow him to begin to reveal to those people. Um you don't have to do anything. You just sit back and let God do let him do what he does, what he does best. And that's a, a revealer. God is a revealer of things. And so because I had to cut those things off, I had to say, okay, I'm not gonna allow you to speak that in into me into my spirit and, and begin to rebuke those words that those people say to you and over you. You begin to rebuke those because those those people are are, are meant to destroy what the Lord has you has designed for you. They are meant to destroy. And so it's extremely important that you begin to listen to, to the people that are speaking life. Know those that you labor among. They're speaking love over you. They're speaking joy over you. They're speaking life into your life. Those that are speaking death into your life need to not have any access to you so that you can ensure that you are continuously growing and you are doing exactly what the Lord has called you to do and told you to do. So I want to thank I, I, I thank each and every one of you for 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 being here, for joining me today, for for being uh, a part of this today. So I want to I, I, I want to go ahead and before I go before I go I want to pray for each and every one of each and every one of you because I I I, I know that I have been connected to the wrong people. So much so that it's almost caused me a spiritual death. I have been connected to the wrong people so much so that it's almost pulled me out of the will of God. I've been connected to the wrong person, to the wrong people so much so that it's caused me to be in a spiritual death, a, a, a ditch, a spiritual ditch, excuse me, a spiritual ditch 
so much so that I couldn't even hear from the Lord for myself. I had to I had to rely on somebody else. And I had that one person, one person, and I only had one person in my life that constantly spoke life into me. I had to cut everybody off and only listen to one person. So I want to pray over each and every one of you guys right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now. I thank you, Father God, for what you have what you have said today. I thank you, Father God, for everything that, that you are doing in my life. I thank you, Father God, for everything that you are doing in, in each and every person that is on this line. I thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in their life, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, I, I lift up each and every person, Father God, and I thank you, Father God, that you are a revealer of hearts, Father God. You are a revealer, Father, and I thank you for that, Father God. Father God, I'm asking that you expose the enemy in their life. I ask you, Father God, that you expose the wrong person in their life, Father God, that you begin to expose it. And, Father God, I'm asking, I'm, I, Father God, I'm calling for swift obedience to each and every person on this line, swift obedience that when the person, when the people are revealed, Father God, that they sever relationships, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, that they begin to ask you, what lesson did I, do I need to be learning in this? In the name of Jesus, that they begin to ask you, okay, I went through this. Now, what is the lesson that you would have for me? What is it that you need to teach me? What is it that I need to learn, Father God, so that I can show, so that I can teach somebody else? Because we reach one to teach one, Father. So, Lord God, I thank you, Father God, that it right now, Father God, that you are opening up ears, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Those that couldn't hear you clearly, Father God. Those that was wondering, can I hear you? Am I hearing you properly? So, Father God, I thank you, Father God, that you are opening up ears, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, that you are opening up eyes, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that, that you are revealing the things to them that, that that they need to see, Father, that they are walking in the ways that they're supposed to go, Father, in the name of Jesus, that, Father God, that they are doing exactly what you have called them to do, Father. And even if there's only one person in their life, Father, for a season, Father, that they will understand that, that even in the midst of that season, Father God, that you said you would never leave them. You said you would never forsake them, Father God. So allow them, Father God, to, to begin to trust more in you, Father God, that they have to do exactly what Psalm 3, 5, and 6 says, that they trust in the Lord, and they lean not on their own understanding, because freedom comes in your understanding, not our understanding. So, Father God, I thank you, Father God, that you are revealing the things to them that need to be revealed, Father God that you are severing relationships that need to be severed, Father God, and you are mending relationships that need to be mended, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, that you are revealing to them, Father God, this path that you have them on because there has been people in their life, Father God, that has told them that they are not going in the right direction, Father God. So, Father, I thank you, Father God, that you are revealing that path to them and that it is coming clearer and clearer each and every day. I thank you, Father God. I thank each and every one of you for being on this line. I thank you 
for for have a list, having a listening heart and a listening mind, Father, for each and every one. I thank each and every one of you, and I love each and every one of you. God bless. Amen, amen. And we ask those things in the name of Jesus the Christ. I thank God for our prophetess, uh, April, that came and let God use her and who spoke and prayed prophetically. Um, for many on the line, and you know who you are because we've spoken, and this was confirmation. And so, you know, after a while, you don't need any more trumpets to blast. Uh, you know what God is saying. And so now just, you know, do what God's called you to do so that you can be blessed. That's our goal on this line, that we will all would reach maturity and perfection in him. Amen. And so um, usually we have uh, testimonies and prayer requests, but the Holy Ghost said no, uh, that it's done, everything that was said and done, that that's it for today. I believe we'll be having old-fashioned worship tomorrow. Um, if it's different, I'll, I'll post and let you know. But I'm pretty sure we will be in For those of you that do have testimonies or you have prayer requests and God has not answered your prayer yet, uh, glory to God, save it for tomorrow. But I would want and I would admonish everyone now that this, when this, uh, we hang up the line, that you would go back, hallelujah, into the holy of holies and uh, be cleansed and refreshed and uh, get instruction. That's what I hear the Holy Ghost saying. He wants to give many of you instruction. And so now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, and present you faultless before his throne with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be both dominion and power now and forever. And the people of the Most High God said, Amen. Okay. Amen. 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 I got one Amen. Okay. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I know some of y'all drunk in the spirit. I know because I'm, I'm about there with you. Glory to God. But that's such a great way to, and a good place to be in where the countenance, hallelujah, of God is resting upon you and his strength and his power. Stay in it. Don't allow anybody to take you out of it today because that's what every one of us need. We need more of him. Amen. And less of this world. I love, love, love you. And I'm sure that I'll probably be on tomorrow at 5 p.m. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a nice.